The following podcast is brought to you by the BICBP Radio Network. Hello, Super Johnny. Hello, Super Trevor. It's me, Mario. Woohoo! Mamma mia. You guys, you're number one. Woohoo! See you in my games. Aha! Trevor, have you ever wondered, like, what the future of RetroBlist is? Um, well, well, before you answer that, I've, uh, I've kind of, I've kind of done something. That's hard to believe. You remember that old Ford Tempo? Well, yeah, it is. You're right. You remember that old Ford Tempo that I used to have? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that, that hunk. We used to have some fun in that thing. Yeah, well, I, I've gotten it back. That's actually incredible. That thing was I'm not finished. pretty much decrepit 20 years ago. Yeah, uh, but I've I've done some things to it. Okay, come, family come on, friendly yeah, show, but go come ahead. Come on, come on out here. Okay, let me show. It. See, look at it. It's whoa. I that's right. I've I've turned my Ford Tempo into a. I'm just gonna say it, a time machine. I'm fairly impressed. You should be. Uh, all we gotta do is uh, get into the vehicle, and we just have to drive and make it to 33 miles per hour, and uh, we'll go back to the future. I don't know, Johnny. I like your plan, except I remember this Ford Tempo. 33 miles per hour? That's as fast it, as it goes. It starts to shake apart. Yeah. Are so we gonna we, be able to survive this? It's iffy. I have helmets. Okay. Uh, so let's put those helmets on. Okay, right. here we go. It's a tight fit with my giant head. Hey, can I do the honors of cranking it? You can. Go ahead. Right, I'm going to turn the ignition. Ah, come on. They All just, right, second time's a charm, right? Yeah. Show a little love. Give All him right. a little pat. All right, going again. Come on, you hunk of junk. Hey, be nice. Be nice to it. Okay. Listen, Mr. Fort Tempo. We really need you right now. We need to discover the future of Retro Blist. It's important. And so we need to... And we can't do it without you. There we go. There's a baby. I want to put him to the thing. Uh, how far to the future should we go? Oh. 20 years? 20 years, yeah. Okay, here we go. Ain't big. 20 years from now? Uh, just hit the pedal. Let's get the 33 miles per hour. Here we go, 2039. Here we go. Oh, it's starting to shake. Oh, oh there's bolts flying. Oh. oh. Here we go. You hit 33 right now. This place looks different. Wow, it's the grass is greener. The sky's bluer. Why are people singing and dancing? They're high-fiving? People from all backgrounds are getting along? It's like all colors of the rainbow just holding hands. The cats and dogs are 
playing games together? iPhones are free. iPhones are free? Free iPhones? Hey, we don't even need iPhones anymore because people are just enjoying life. Oh, well, I'm going to grab this newspaper right here. There's newspapers again? Oh, man. There's books. There's a bookstore. Oh, man. Oh, there's a story on the front page here. It says, today marks the anniversary of exactly 20 years that the world was united because of the end of... End of what? Come on. The Of poverty... Of world hunger, of retro bliss. What? Apparently, they forced us to stop doing the show. The world came together as one for this one thing, and that was to make us stop doing a, a below-par video game podcast. You mean the end of our show is what brought the whole world together? Yeah, yeah. I, that's this is horrible news. What are we what are we going to do? I mean, there's a lot of power in our hands here. I love doing this show. And really it would be just selfish to continue to do it when we get back to our timeline, right? Well, let's not rush things. Let's go back to our timeline and decide then, okay? All right. Well, let's get I'm back. sure we'll make the right decision. Let's get back in the car. This is so depressing. We got to go 33 miles per hour again. Let's do it in reverse. In reverse. Here we go. Okay. Johnny, I've really been thinking about this. And yeah, we've got for to the do two th- minutes that we... Yeah. Yeah. We've got to do the right thing. You're right. So we're going to keep doing the show, right? Let's record... Retro Bliss! Hey everybody, welcome to Retro Bliss, your game by game retro gaming podcast with fun skits, <laughs> a fun quiz show, and fun game reviews. Where <laughs> we play a different game, sit down, play it, tell you if it holds up, tell you if you should steer clear. This is just a horrible show, right? <laughs> it's a terrible show. <laughs> we got so, fun skits! Yeah, we got fun times. Um, yeah. You know when somebody, like, they know what they're saying is a lie, but they keep saying it to make yeah. themselves believe yeah. it? Yeah. That's what I got from that. So even though we tried to end the show once yeah. and chose to bring it back, yeah, I like to think that if we could save the world by ending it, at this point, we'd choose not to end it. I know we wouldn't. Yeah. That's, that's just who we are. Yeah, that's <laughs> who we are. We do this show definitely more for us than anything else. Oh, yeah. I'm our biggest fan by far. Oh, yeah. You listen to it more than anybody else. Definitely. <laughs> um, But this month, uh, we're calling it Something special. It is something special. We've done it before. Yes. And it was a surprising smash hit. Yes. It's LJN month, the revenge. 
That's right. <laughs> it's part two. <laughs> so Arcana. Yeah. LJN Month, the Revenge Part Two. I like it. So last time we had an LJN Month, we were unleashing this mediocrity onto the world every week. But this time we're just going to try to be modest and give you two LJN, L, I can't say it, LJN, LJN games yeah. this month. The first one uh, is a winner. We're going to talk about it real shortly. Yeah. Um, October is also Halloween yeah. month. Mm-hmm. So who knows? Maybe the next one will uh, relate to that somehow. Who knows? I mean, you never know. I mean, really. We technically know. But we're not telling you. But who knows? Yeah. Who knows? Should we just say? I almost can't get the words out of my mouth. Should we just say what we covered this month? Yeah, we literally this time just, even we just played a game based on a movie. Yeah, a little known indie movie. Yeah, <laughs> yes. Uh, somehow, some way, got two sequels out of it. I don't know how. Uh, Back to the Future. Yep. Of course, um, from the person who brought you Forrest Gump. It had fun skits. <laughs> yep. <laughs> You know, people don't think about that. Like, you never hear, you know, Forrest Gump from the maker of Back to the Future. Yeah. It's so odd. Is it? It is, right? I think Robert Zemeckis. Is yeah, he did both, I believe. He did both, yeah. yeah. And Cast Away. Yeah, he did Cast That's a great movie. Yeah. Back to the Future. Okay. Let's get into our personal histories, because okay. I am proud to say, Trevor, that you have seen these movies. Well, all but the last one. Yes. I've seen Back to the Future 1 and 2. And although it was for the first time... Roughly a year, year and a half ago. But you've seen them. I've seen them and thoroughly enjoyed the first two movies. Yes. Um, yeah, a lot of fun. So I probably have more of a history with it then since it's only been a year for you. Yeah. Uh, I've seen all three. I adore these movies. I love all three of them, including the third one, which I feel gets a bad rap for uh, I, dumb reasons. I'm definitely looking forward to watching it. Well, I mean, if you like Westerns and you like Back to yeah. the Future, uh, yeah, it's down, your, it's down your pipeline, my friend. Yeah, the... These movies just give you that good feeling like, yeah, this was the 80s. Yeah. Like, there's not many movies that hit that like the way these do. Harry and um, the Hendersons. <laughs> yes. I finally, that, I told you that, right? Yeah, that's I, what I finally said. watched Harry and the Hendersons. One of my all-time favorites. Me and my wife just wanted something to watch and the power of Netflix. Like, you know what? Let's just watch this. So we watched Harry and the Hendersons. Great movie. On one hand, it's exactly what I thought it'd be. On the other hand, it's nothing like I thought it would be. But it was a lot of fun. A classic. Also, a hardcore anti-gun movie. <laughs> yeah, it really is. You Come never think would it. think that by <laughs> probably in the 80s. You never would have thought that. But it totally is. Yeah. Like, everybody with guns is just going around randomly shooting stuff. <laughs> well, that's how the 80s were from what yeah. I remember. Uh, but but anyways, we went, we're not about We went back to the future today. <laughs> that's what we did. Now, we both like those movies a lot. So, yeah. if I was told, hey... There's a Nintendo game that's Back to the Future. I, I'm i going crazy. I have to mm-hmm. play this game. So my first question for you is, did you play this game? Did you know it even was out back in the day? I knew it existed because it was at the rental place I would go to. Yeah. But I don't think I ever rented it because I never played it until I was an adult. So, yeah. Uh, and that's probably for the best. This is another one of the... Well, I don't want to give anything away, so we'll wait. Well, uh, this is one of those games that I don't really remember hearing much about till later on. And it was not always in a positive light, we'll just say that. But this was not one of the LJN games I was gifted in that grocery bag of games. You know, Wolverine and Terminator 2 and Uncanny X-Men and Roger Rabbit were all games that I just received and so had experience with. This one... 
really no experience with until we decided to cover it. But I don't know. If we're going to do LJN month, LJN is known, better or worse, for their movie license games. And I just thought this is, this is one we got to do. We've already covered some for the show. Uh, yeah. Jaws, uh, Roger Rabbit, like you said. Terminator 2. Terminator 2. Uh, so let's see if Back to the Future can kind of buck the trend and be better than those. So Back to the Future, 1989, LJN. So some four years after the movie. So they have plenty of time. So plenty of time. Don't yeah. no need to rush it because the movie is already four years old. Yeah. Um, Beam Software was apparently who they got to develop, but you won't see their name anywhere on the cartridge, obviously. That's a that's a big LGN trope, right? Yeah. A lot of people who actually developed it saw little to no credit, which may or may not have been a great thing. <laughs> yeah, I think maybe that was it's, a grace. It kind of reminds me of how a lot of our Patreons just don't want their names coming out of our mouths. <laughs> mm-hmm. They uh, don't want to be associated with us. I understand. Exactly. Okay. Let's just follow our usual format. Okay. And save our opinions for a few minutes. Let's try. So, the first thing you notice, well, is the music. But let's save that. We're saving the music for good reasons. Graphics. Graphics? <gasps> let's get into it. Let's get into it. Um, the title screen is just the gotta, title of the movie. You gotta leave a pause. Pause. Title screen. <laughs> it's just the title of the movie. That's for a producer trying to help him out. Oh, sorry. Right. Title screen. Oh yeah, we have segment music. Yes, that's right. Oh, I'm terrible at podcasting. Good gosh. Oh. <laughs> well, we're letting people know everything now. Yeah. All right. So, uh, uh, the title screen, as soon as you boot it up, it just boots up and says, back to the future. It's the... Correct. That looks all correct and yep. nice. It looks perfect. Looks it's just straight from the movie. And uh, when you press start, the game starts because there are no options whatsoever. Correct. It just throws you right yep. into the game. And now, Trevor, when I ask you, uh, what we're doing graphics, right? Yeah. Okay, so I'll save it. <laughs> I'm gonna ask you something then. Okay. God, this is terrible. All right. We need to get to our opinions pretty quick because that's what's going to fuel this episode. Yeah. What's the first game you thought of when you saw the first level of Back to the Future, graphically? Uh, and how it plays, honestly. Yeah. Paperboy. <laughs> Paperboy, yeah. yeah. The, the... Uh, let me go ahead and ask you my question then, because it okay. kind of fits with that. My question was going to be, Trevor, when you think Back to the Future as a video game, what kind of game do you think it's going to be? Like, if you didn't know what this was, what would your expectation be when you booted it up? I could have settled for like an action platformer, or honestly, just a driving game where you're in the DeLorean. Yeah, well, they kind of do that. Yeah. <laughs> even if it's done well, which it would not have been from LJN, but even some kind of an adventure game, maybe. Yeah. But no, this is basically Paperboy without the bicycle. Yeah. Um, graphically, that's what you would think anyways when you see it. <clears throat> You're going through the streets, and there's houses and streets, and... Well, you know what, Trevor? I like Paperboy. Yeah. That's a fun game. I'm sure this will this will look just as good as that, right? Uh, no. <laughs> I mean... Well, okay. Alright, fine. But I bet at least it looks just like Marty McFly. So at least I feel like I'm Marty McFly going through the streets. Oh, man, wearing that awesome red jacket he would wear. You know that iconic? And the shoes. Oh, my gosh, man. I can't wait to be Marty McFly playing this game. Well, first of all, you only see him from the backside. Oh, 
Okay. And none of the right. clothes are right. Oh. Is the hair color even right? I was distracted by the black shirt. <laughs> I think his hair was just black, too. I guess that is right. Yeah. Yeah, it looks nothing like Marty McFly, and you only see him from the backside anyways, which is probably a bad idea for a for something based on an iconic character. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So all you see is him walking through the streets. And you got to dodge or avoid uh, enemies, I guess is what you want to call them. There's... <laughs> Is that one bully supposed to be Biff? I assume, but he shows up a bunch. That's a bunch of Biffs. I don't know. Just a bully, I guess. Yeah. It's either a... a bunch of Biffs or Biff is not in this game. It's one of the yeah. other. We're going to get to gameplay and really go into all this, but just graphically, graphically speaking, some of the enemies look okay, but then there's birds flying at you, and you can't even tell they're birds. Right. I just assumed they were birds. It's a bird um, or a bat. It's some sort of flying devil. <laughs> there's a picture of his family, which will explain how that works. But it's always there on the screen. And I couldn't tell who any of the people in the picture were supposed to be. The middle one, I believe, was was you. Yeah, Marty, okay. I think. Graphically, we'll just put it this way. Um, but now that I think about it, like Marty had had uh, siblings. And they were not in that picture. There's only three people in that picture. <laughs> <laughs> uh, graphically, here's, here's the best test. Okay, it's not going to blow your socks off. But it's also not the worst thing we've ever experienced. That's true. But if you just saw this game... Say even the whole first level, graphically speaking, would you know what movie it's from? I would have no clue. Yeah, me either. You no idea. There, I would have no clue whatsoever. I would not have at all thought back to the future, that's for sure. I would have assumed There's this was... nothing about it until literally the very last thing you do in the game mm-hmm. uh, feels back to the future-ish. Yeah. So, I, I'm, I'm ready to move past graphics, I think, because okay. the gameplay is just really where it's going to be at. So, you want to do gameplay next? Well, or do you want any music? This is where it's going to be fun because both these are going to be fun. I think we still need to talk about the music because it's going to coat the gameplay too. All right, so music. Let's get into it. See, I just couldn't talk about the graphics anymore because they're just so utterly mediocre. Yeah. But the music, Johnny. Okay, so... Yeah, when I boot this game up, I'm expecting some awesomeness when it comes to... I always look forward to hearing 8-bit versions of themes that I know. Uh, You know, because usually you at least get that. Uh, The Back to the Future theme for me is also one of those iconic themes. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, I mean, I can hum it now. So it goes like that. Uh That's what I want. I want my 8-bit to sound that way. But Trevor, what do we get instead? <laughs> it's literally just that looped over and over and over and over again. There's literally, the music is so attractive. I don't even want to call it music. <laughs> that is a disservice to music. Uh, I don't even want to call it that. Uh, it's literally a small five second loop over and over again. Something like that. Somewhere around in there. It's like... That's not even done. It doesn't even feel like it's done well. It's like five seconds of that I was just doing, and then find five seconds of what they consider a melody, and they smash those together, yeah. and then it repeats over. Oops, that's true. That's true. <laughs> it repeats over and over again. <laughs> that was Trevor. It wasn't me. As I bang the cardboard box, our microphone's sitting on. Yeah. I mean the the stand we bought with Patreon yeah. money, <laughs> and not Chinese food instead. <laughs> We could, if we would have fed ourselves so much, we could have bought really good equipment by now. Yeah. <laughs> so keep doting. Doting. Oh my goodness. Keep donating at patreon.com. Yeah, keep doting. 
And uh, yeah, speaking well, of doting, I mean that's kind of how you know I would call this because it's not really music; it's kind of doting. <laughs> yeah, uh, it, it's, it's pretty unbelievable. Awful. It's, it's unbelievable. It will destroy you. <laughs> you will not be able to take it. We literally, while we were playing this, I found on the Miracles of YouTube an actual eight-bit version of the theme song and from played the it from the yeah. movie. And we just played that over instead of that because there's they knew the music was bad, Trevor, because there's a code oh, yeah. to cut out the music. There's a secret code. So there's exactly two cheat codes for this game. One of them is kind of worthless, and the other one, pause the game, hold B, unpause the game, and now the music's gone. That's the other cheat code. It's kind of gone until yeah. after you play a bonus, well, whatever you want to call those levels. But we'll yeah, get to we'll those. get to that. Uh, but then the music <laughs> comes back. There's some miracles of science or somebody, or from Zeus above, uh, the music appears once again. You know there's a stinking problem when there's only two cheat codes designed for your game, and one of them just turns all the music off. Yeah. That's how you know the music's not oh. good. Like, we can't stress this enough. I mean, we've played games with mediocre music, but this is... I was going to ask you this. Oh my goodness. Honestly, I was thinking about this. Out of all the games we played, and we've pl- been lucky enough to play some good ones... And we played some pretty awful ones, and the music has run all across that gambit yeah. from really, really good and amazing, like Zelda or Mario, to incredibly bad. Is this music the worst video game music we've heard for this show? It is definitely the most repetitive and grating video game music I've ever it's heard. It's the most irritating for sure. Definitely. Because I remember hating the music to Bubsy 2, yeah. but it was not this repetitive no. or grating. It, we're not kidding. It's a five-second loop that plays. It plays on the title screen. It plays on the overhead Paperboy levels we've been talking about. It plays during the mini... No, actually, it stops the music during yeah, the mini games. During the mini games. Gracefully. Yeah, it lets you have silence for But then it returns. And we're not kidding. Technically, there's two songs in the game. But the other song only plays on one mini game. Now, you blew me away with something you told me. What oh, this music yeah. was supposed to be. All right, so... It's not actually supposed to be the theme to Back to the Future. No. Nope. They weren't even trying for that because, you know, that would make sense. Uh, there but was it a, is licensed. It is a licensed song that was very famous because of Back to the Future. It was written for Back to the Future, I believe. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Power of Love is what it's supposed to be, which we would play, but we don't want to get sued. <laughs> but, you know, The Power of Love. That's how it goes. Yep. It's, a, it's an amazing 80s song. It feels perfectly 80s. It's a great, fun song. It really pumps you up. Makes you want to see the movie even more. I played the NES soundtrack and that back to back. Oh gosh, wait a minute! And I could see no similarities. Yeah. So let me just give everyone a little sample I mean, of probably, what we experienced. You probably will hear this when you play the game because our producer goes back and puts some music in. Yeah. Uh, but we're gonna make you listen to it again, just because it, it tortured us so much. This is it. That's all the music. Power of Love. That's obviously. it. That's obviously That's Power of Love. all the music. Yeah. And all the levels. And the title screen. Do you get the Power of Love out of any of that? What you just heard was less than 20 seconds. And that's the full extent of the music. That's supposed to be... Again, I'm trying to stress this. It's supposed to be the Power of Love sped up. Ain't that what you said? Yes. It's I can't not, pick it out of it at all. It's not that. Don't play Power of Love. This is getting me hot, Johnny. <laughs> hot and bothered. Okay. 
much like the spicy picks on the Wendy's menu. So if you head to Wendy's, there's a whole menu worth of spicy food items. There's the bacon jalapeno chicken sandwich. Of course, the famous spicy chicken nuggets. And then there's the bacon jalapeno cheeseburger, a spicy chicken sandwich, a spicy buffalo chicken salad, and even bacon jalapeno cheese fries. This all sounds like some hot stuff, Trevor. It is. You can fit in your whole 2,000 calorie diet in one meal. (laughs) And I'm going to. Check out Wendy's for more options. Wendy's, a proud sponsor of Retro Blist that they're not aware of. So, Johnny, I just, to answer your question, I don't know if it's the worst soundtrack. There was also Sword of Sonan, which literally didn't have any music besides the title screen. Right. But the music on the title screen was ten times better than the music in this. And they also had the the, the intelligence to not play the music over and over and over yes. again as you're playing the game. That's what blows my mind. Okay, you got a ten second loop and you don't want to write any more music, fine. But why play it through the whole game? Why not just do it at certain key moments? Everything, and we haven't even gotten to the gameplay yet, but everything about this game is, I think the reason that a lot of people hate this game as much as they do is because it's such an amazing movie, or movies, mm-hmm. and they had plenty of time to make this game, because you said it was four years after yes. the dang movie came out, and this is what we got. To me, <sighs> alright, this this is a controversial statement. Oh no. To me... This is an atrocity that's worse than E.T. for Atari. I agree. Well, because E.T. was rushed, first of all, because they tried to get it out kind of yeah. when the movie was out because it got so popular. They wanted to get it, get it out like that mm-hmm. Christmas. Uh, so they did rush it. But neither of them, I mean, well, that's gameplay, but they're both bad. <laughs> but I, I think. I would rather listen to the sounds and music from E.T. than from this game. I'm not kidding. I don't think I've ever heard a more grating soundtrack to a video game. Because that little loop we just played was annoying, but it's not that big of a deal if it was only one part of the soundtrack. Yeah, you can get past that if it's just on the title screen or something. I can't stress enough, that's the soundtrack to the whole game. It does sort of change up at one point, right? Uh, There's exactly one minigame, so about two minutes. One minigame has a whole different song, which is Johnny Be Good. Yeah. Which also doesn't sound like that song. Nope. But <laughs> oh, so what it's supposed to be? Yeah. You played it for me. When you're in the dance hall playing your guitar, I guess they thought if we're going to have a music level, we better have a different song. Yeah. But they and don't use another, it again for the rest another, of the game. It's another famous song from the movie. Yes. But yeah, it doesn't sound like that at but all. But just eliminate that minigame and use that song in the rest of the game because it's nowhere near as bad. But they did it. But it's still, still, not, it's still not good. It's still though. not good. No. It's not a good version of Johnny Be Bad. The game improves majorly when you turn the, the music off. Or, or when you turn the game off. <laughs> well, both, yeah. But you know you're in trouble. Yeah. So, Johnny, this might blow your mind. Okay. Blow it away. But on the Wikipedia page, guess what? It actually lists the composer. You would think that name would be well hidden. <laughs> Who is it? Okay. Gavin, I'm not even going to say your last name because we've been trashing <laughs> yes. this guy. I hope you've, I've, man, I hope you learned your lesson. (laughs) He could have a family. (laughs) I hope you got a lot of money for this. That's all I'm going to say. A lot of money, man. Wow. Honestly, they probably gave him half an hour and said, here, write some music for Back to the Future. And he's like, well, I've never even seen Back to the Future. I don't care. Just write the music. 
this is a game I want to know everything about its development. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I have to know everything. And you never will. No. Because apparently LJN didn't it's all hidden. do interviews. <laughs> Even to work for them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah. So I, I can't tell you a worse soundtrack for any game we played for the show. It's In my opinion, it's, now this may be recency biasness. But in my opinion, this is by far, if it's not the worst, it's one of the top three, easily. Yeah, it's, it's, it's absolutely irritating music. And what worse can you say? Yeah. But the redeeming quality, I'm sure, is the meat and potatoes of any game, really. Yeah. So you're talking about the gameplay. gameplay. Let's get into it. Johnny? Yes, Trevor. The basic uh, bread and potatoes. Okay, it was crab, crab and clam chowder. Okay, yeah, I'm on board. Chicken and biscuits. Of this game. Oh, now we're talking. Is uh, mini games broken up? No, that's backwards. It is walking simulator <laughs> broken up by mini games. Yes, yeah. It actually reminds me of another LJN game, okay. Karate Kid. Where platforming is broken up by oh, mini games, yeah, yes, and that's in that sense, yes. Except this one, really, you know, another game this reminds me of. While well, I'm just throwing out all kinds of random stuff, <laughs> yeah, let's compare. It's Crash Bash for the PlayStation because it just hammers home everything it does for way too long. Yeah, it overstays its welcome for sure. So the walking segments. Now, to be fair, you can find skateboards. Yes, occasionally you'll ride a skateboard, which makes you go... Or a hoverboard, if we're going by the movie. Yeah. Yeah. And it makes you go so fast, you really can't control it, but it helps you get through. Basically, the point of the walking levels... It's, it's, the, the hoverboard is is basically like Sonic getting his super shoes. Yeah. He's, he's a How little, dare you compare this to Sonic? That's the only comparison. Just okay. literally that. <laughs> so basically... Like, if you, if you did that to Sonic, but you made him uncontrollable afterwards. If you've ever played Ocarina of Time... <laughs> okay, you just and, uh, got mad at me uh, for comparing Sonic. It's basically the same game. No, <laughs> no. What we should have said that with a seriousness. <laughs> yeah, just, just go for like ten minutes like that. Yeah. Um, no, the whole point of these walking segments was to make the game last longer than five minutes for one thing. But basically, you're dodging stuff, all off paper boy. Yeah, and you're also you can't take too long. Because the timer counts down. If you run out of time, it's game over. And it's it's crazy fast. It's going to be quicker than seconds, honestly. It gives you 199, but it's like a third of a second for each one. Yeah, it's really quick. So, but also, on top of that, there's the picture of your future family in the middle. And it fades away constantly, no matter what you're doing. So you have to pick up these little clocks on the street to make that picture not disappear. Because if that picture disappears, you totally lose the whole game. Right. And that's, in all fairness to them, that is sort of taken yeah. from the movie. So let's give them... I don't hate that part, honestly. A semi- I don't either. That's, a, yeah. that's a, a neat little mechanic that does feel like it's taken from the actual movie. But what I don't like is that you're constantly collecting clocks, and they don't add any time to your actual time. Right. It only adds to your picture. Yes. It doesn't add to your actual time. Which is super confusing if you don't have the manual. So there's a second thing you got to worry about is the time. And that's on top of dodging... All types of enemies. So you will get hit constantly. I guess the good news is getting hit doesn't necessarily kill you. You just waste precious time. Yeah. 
So if you get hit too much, you will run out of time. And another positive is all these walking simulator parts overall aren't super duper long. They're kind of they're not. <laughs> I don't. They just feel long because that song's yes. playing over and over again. They trick you though, because just to get to the first mini game. You have to do like five of these walking parts. Yes, you got to do quite a few of them. So it feels like it's pretty short, but that's because they just break it up into five parts. Oh, if you're considering each one, the whole thing, yeah. Like, yeah, before you actually get to play a mini game, you have to do several of these walking levels. Yes. So yes, each one is short, but you have to do like five in a row. But Trevor, that's okay because at least I get a mini game to play. Right? Okay, so yeah, the walking parts are frustrating, borderline infuriating because of the flying enemies and the music. Yeah, and also don't seem like Back to the Future, <laughs> but. I have the actual manual for the game. Well, not the actual. Online, I have the manual pulled up. By the way, I bought the actual game with Patreon money. Cough, cough. Yes. So, this is your fault. <laughs> this is your fault, everybody. Um, um, it's a cool-looking cartridge, though. The ca- honestly, the, the yeah. cover's very Back to the Future-ish. Yeah. It's awesome. So, the manual um, tells you about everything. And the first mini-game you get to is the uh, cafe game. Yes. So the cafe from the manual is where Marty has to protect his dad, George, from the bully Biff and his friends. Right, which is from the movie. Yeah. Only then will George have the courage to ask Lorraine to the enchantment under the sea dance. What's the matter? Is he chicken? (laughs) Well, that's a weird laugh. (laughs) Where they kiss for the first time. So basically in the cafe minigame, which is the first of many, many games, you're behind the soda pop bar. And you're throwing milkshakes at the bullies running in. Biff's gang. And is, is it Root Beer Tapper that pretty much this is ripping off? I think it's Root Beer Tapper. Sort of, yeah. yeah. Um, you're basically throwing the milkshakes at the goons. But it's done a little worse. Yes, a lot worse. Yeah. The problem with this... Okay. I'm just going to go and say it. Go for it. So there's no codes, no way to cheat your way through this game, except to emulate it and use safe states, which we are above. Also, we just didn't do it. Yeah. So again, this is called a bonus stage. I want to echo this. Bonus stage. When you think Mm -hmm. bonus stage, you think, let's use Street Fighter, for example, where you're beating up the car. Mm -hmm. Beat up the car. No matter how much of the car you beat up, guess what? Uh, That's just a bonus stage. It's just giving you extra points, and you get to move on to the next part. Because it's not a part of the game, really. It's a bonus. But we never saw past this part. No, we didn't, because <laughs> this forces you to beat this part, and if you do not beat this part, you have to just play the level before it again. Yep. So we saw back that, to the streets. Back to the streets. <laughs> it, you have to beat it, and uh, I mean, you got all these enemies coming at you, and you would think, well, maybe I got to do like 30, 30 to forty tops, and even that. So sounds I like managed a lot. to hit forty six, and I thought I was doing great. I'm like, yeah. it's got to be about over. Yeah, fifty. <laughs> okay, fifty's right. Oh no, it's not fifty. Okay, maybe 60. Uh, okay, no, 70? You have to do 99. <laughs> you have to hit 99 bullies with milkshakes who come faster and faster and faster and eventually start and throwing milkshakes themselves. Yes, which doesn't kill you, by the way. That's, it doesn't? No, oh, it just pauses you. Yeah, it stuns you for a moment. Which you're going to die. Here, So here's the thing. You think it's so what? You have to heal, kill 99 of them. Or kill's a strong word. You have to hit 99 <laughs> yeah. bullies with milkshakes. you got to viciously murder which, 99 of these boys. Which gives them a concussion. They're all teenagers. Sends them to the hospital where they bleed out and die. And they're never the same again, even those that survive. They're vegetables. Um, <laughs> why is it getting dark? So here's the problem. If a single one, a single one gets by you, it's back to the streets. You have one chance to mess up. 
to kill 99 of them. And the issue is, for me, I want to see if you agree. Sometimes I thought I was on the right plane Uh with the guy. And uh, according to the game, I wasn't. So here's the problem. There's not like... Games like this... Excuse me. One time per episode, guaranteed. Body functions. So in most games like this, like your Nintendo Game and Watch Gallery games or the Root Beer Tapper I've been talking about, I feel like there's usually like three slots you can stand in and, and throw stuff. And this one, I feel like there's like 20 places up and down on the screen you can move and throw your milkshakes. Yeah, and you're using a D-pad. Yeah. Which, for all the greatness of the D-pad... It's not meant for fine movement. Yeah, it's not meant for that. So, you're expected to know the exact <laughs> line where the bully's coming in at. It's just too much once you start getting three of them on the screen at once. Yeah, and they come fast, too. They're really quick, guys. So, you're just constantly getting sent back to the streets. But the but the one positive is when he, when he gets to you and he slides you across the desk and you splatter against the wall... That's kind of... It was humorous the first time. Yeah, the first time. <laughs> the problem is... But that's how I felt playing this game, was I'm the guy and I'm oh, going to yeah. splat on the wall. I felt like the milkshakes getting thrown. Yeah. I don't know. But they did bring all the boys to your yard. Oh, no. <laughs> um, oh, and if you press the B button, you get a super milkshake, which basically clears the screen. Yeah, it's, it's an atomic milkshake. But you only get one unless you survive for a long time. Then the waitress will come and throw yeah. you another one. Here's the problem. You get sent back to the street, which is obnoxious, but then you run out of lives, and it's back to the start of the game. So you have this marathon of a mini game. That's the problem. The manual calls it a mini game, but it's not. It's a marathon, and you have to beat it. So that to me means it's not a mini game. It's a just part of the game. So it's not that we only played the game ten minutes today. We played about as long as we could handle. The problem is we're going back to the streets and doing those levels over and over and over again, but just to make it to this mini game. But we did see the whole game, yeah. Uh, by the means of YouTube, uh, watched the whole thing. I've seen all the mini games. So after Trevor, you've we'll also seen to the next these. one. So yeah. what's the next mini game, Trevor? After I've defeated, finally defeated these bullies, and I've walked the streets to, to my next destination. Another several levels of street walking, which, by the way, is the same, just a color swap of the, yeah. the streets, the level. After the cafe, then you have the school game. Which looks even more frustrating than the cafe. In this one, your mom is trying to kiss you. Uh, which is from the movie, to be fair. <laughs> that is from the movie. But of course, that's what they would get right from the movie. <laughs> yes. But this is represented by Marty standing behind a desk holding a book up. Yeah. And your mom walking up and down the screen. Throwing hearts at Blowing you. hundreds of heart-shaped kisses at you. And you have to block them with the book. Excuse me. In rapid succession. And guess what, Johnny? What? Just like if you let a single bully get to the counter, it's back to the the streets. Uh-huh. If you let a single heart get past you, it's back to the streets. I'm sure it's okay, Trevor. I mean, it's only got to be, what, you got to block like 20, 30 hearts? 99 hearts. Oh, oh. Yeah. Again, it's a stinking marathon. <sighs> well, I'm sure at least the walking parts change up pretty great between, don't they? Uh, so you go back to the walking part, just another color swap. Yeah, they just they just swap. Same swap enemies to yep. dodge. Nothing changes except for the colors of the levels. But you do eventually get to another minigame. Oh, thank goodness. I bet this next one will be a change of pace. So the dance hall game. There is one change here, and that's... There's another song, like we alluded to earlier. Why this is the only level that has other music? Whatever. But you're playing your guitar, 
uh, at the dance. Like Marty did in the movie. To try to get his dad and mom to basically hit it off. <laughs> well, literally his existence depends on it. Yes. <laughs> and basically, though, all you're doing in this one is you're only using the D-pad. And honestly, it plays just like the heart one we just talked about. But just like a different... Uh, like it's coming from b- both sides. Yes. Yeah. Little music symbols... What it's called? Music notes. There notes. we go. Your, your wife would be so Yeah, she'd be ashamed of me. So these little music symbologies are flying from every direction. You have to block them with your guitar. So you got to block all these music semicolons yes. with your guitar and hope for the best. So these intestine musical note things. Uh, what are we even talking about? Anyways, you've you got to get 99 of And guess what, Johnny? What? If you let a single one past you, it's back to the streets. Oh, great. So there's three mini games that essentially, though they look very different, basically you're just trying to not let one thing get past you. Trevor, let me let me ask you this. Okay, and I mean this question: uh, When you think Back to the Future, one of the things you think, and it's iconic, is the mm-hmm. car, right? Oh yeah, the DeLorean. I mean, literally, you got a garage near your house. Remember when you you parked your car there to get it worked on? And I came and picked you up, and there was a DeLorean there, and I freaked out because there was a DeLorean there. Yeah. I love that car because of this movie. It's iconic for me. Mm-hmm. Why haven't I driven this car in this game? Well, Johnny, there's good news. Oh, thank goodness. <sighs> it's back to the streets. Oh. <laughs> so you got to walk through several more street levels. Uh, again, there's just a color swap. Again, the same enemies. And before I tell you what you want to hear, yeah, I want to go over the enemies in the streets because I don't think we've really done that. Oh, okay. You have a hula hoop girl. Yep, with it looks like a beard. You have, uh, which there's no shame in that game. No, nope. what you're going. Uh, she for. has a giant mustache. She looks like Mario. Yeah. Um, it's a me, a hula hoop girl. Uh, I guess they're just thugs walking at you. Yeah, uh, bullies. I guess be the mm-hmm. word for them. There's two men who look like they're insane, like they're just holding their hands in the air, walking back and forth. But it's but they're technically holding a glass because they're, they're holding glass. Yeah, yeah. Well, there's a bunch of them, so I, I don't know what they're building. Yeah, there's a lot of glass in this town. <laughs> yeah. Then there's just annoying, obnoxious flying things that I guess are birds. But birds they don't look or, like anything or bad or something. Yeah. Well, Trevor, that's okay. I'm sure you have uh, something to defeat these things. Why that makes sense? That fits with the theme of the movie Back yeah. to the Future. You know. Uh, but <clears throat> so you basically have nothing most but, of the time. But you can pick up something. You can pick up a bowling ball. Because that makes sense. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> you can throw bowling balls at the enemies, um, which is nice. But as soon as you get hit by anything, it's gone. And then you have the skateboard slash hoverboard. 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 Which again is hard to find usually. At one point, literally, we saw one yeah. that was way off to the left. And if you would have got it, you would have ran right into the wall there. Like, they literally yep. put it in an impossible place. And it's just so repetitive. They've given you anything else to do. And the really obnoxious part is you're trying to pick up the bowling ball, and you end up getting hit by an enemy trying to get to it, and then everything on the screen disappears, including the bowling ball. Yeah, so you can't pick it so up So you don't anymore. even get it. But anyways, you do all that, you come to the final mini game. Oh, okay. And I'll read from the manual. Now that you and Marty have straightened out the past, he's got to get back to the future where he belongs. The only way you can supply supply his time machine with the necessary energy to do this is to drive it at exactly 88 miles per hour. That's from the movie. Just as a lightning bolt strikes the clock tower and energizes the car. You have to maneuver it through the streets of Hill Valley, avoiding all the descending lightning bolts, and arrive at the wire strung across the road 
at the exact same time as it is charged by one... Okay? This is bad English. I, it's bad writing. Um, across the road at the exact same time as it is charged by the one big bolt of lightning. I love the picture. I left out the picture. Yeah. By the one big bolt of lightning. All right. So let me explain this picture. Why it's <laughs> yes. That's not a DeLorean, first of all. No. It's just... A guy who I think is supposed to be Marty McFly, but that's not Marty McFly. <laughs> no. I thought they stole that picture from somewhere else. It looks like really bad clip art. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it's this guy who's in, looks like he's in a golf cart, right? Like a, yeah. Like, and then like he's cart racing. What, what does that have to do with the game? I don't, I don't know if there's any more good. There's some more music. I mean, some more pictures for you. I guess that's supposed to be Johnny Cash, sort of. There's the ugly cafe lady. So, yeah. Um... Yeah, look. Go out of your, the Hulu girl does not have a mustache in the manual. Go out of your way just to find this manual. You can find it online easily, and just look at these great pictures. <laughs> they don't look anything like Marty McFly. No. Oh, and by the way, it is a skateboard. It's not a hoverboard. I oh yeah, there's so. wheels on that thing. Yeah. So they didn't even get that right. Anyways, so we watched videos of this final mini game. To me, it appears incredibly dependent on just knowing what to do by playing it a bunch of times. Yeah. And if you fail it, no matter how many lives you have left, back to the title screen. Everything you've done is lost, no matter how many lives you get here with. Trevor, that's okay, though, because I'm sure if you're able to accomplish this amazing feat, you get something awesome for all your work and all your troubles. So you're saying if you manage to drive through the streets, dodging... All the lightning bolts. Dozens of lightning bolts. And you hit 88 miles per hour at the right time. Exact right time. I'm sure you get something awesome for it. Do you want to tell the people what you get? You get the title screen. Yeah. Actually, no, you get a screen before that. It says, congratulations. Way to go, Marty. You can leave the future behind you. Something like that. Something like that. And it teases another Back to the Future. Yeah. Very lazily. Back to the title screen. And then you go back to that title screen. So this whole game is awful. An awful walking portion with color palette swaps and four atrocious minigames. So what we're trying to say is if any listener out there chooses to do so, uh, do a quick palette swap and put Trevor and I into this game somehow. <laughs> I'd love that. <laughs> I really would too. I'm yeah. not going to lie. <laughs> So four mini games and then the walking. Yeah, that's the game. That's the game. None of the mini games. So the thing about the mini games is they're all—they're not fun. They're punishing. And I say all of them, although we only played the cafe one because you can tell they all play the same. Yeah, they're not fun. It's just they're stressful, but not in the good kind of way. Yeah, they're not—they're not fun. They're not fun. Yeah, and the walking part is just so repetitive. The walking part. There's so many LJ, LJN games that are coming to mind right now. Karate Kid was the first thing that came to mind. Karate Kid, at the very least, and this is not a compliment to this game, <laughs> but had the intelligence to say that this bonus game, first of all, would be short, and second of all, mm-hmm. it's just a bonus game because uh, it doesn't heed your progress with the whole game. What they should have done is make you lose a life if you fail the minigame at the most, but then you get to continue on. Yeah, even that seems harsh, though. Yeah, but you... Mm. So another game that comes to mind is Jaws. Yes. In Jaws, it's just a bunch of driving around motion, interrupted by hitting sea creatures. 
Yeah, and the shark shows up sometimes. But moving around the ocean is nowhere near as frustrating as moving around these streets. I've, I've got a confession. I've kind of wanted to go back and play Jaws. <laughs> Me too, even though we saw the whole game. Yeah, even though I know it's not fun. It's, not good. it's 10 minutes worth of game, but I would go back and spend <laughs> yeah. those 10 minutes again. Well, that's a good uh, segue into giving our scores for this game. Hmm. Would we go back and play this game, Trevor? Let's find out. Hmm. Our final scores. Let's get into it. I'll go. <laughs> Man. Actually, can I go first? Yeah, go ahead. All right. So I was trying to think of a good way to describe how I felt playing this game. And <clears throat> I hope it's okay for me to, to tell this tale. Uh, we'll find out. Trevor, of course, is a dad. He has a, an awesome son. <laughs> this is a good way to describe it. I already know what you're doing. Uh, and uh, you told me the story that he somehow, I mean, he's a little, I mean, literally he's an infant. Mm-hmm. And uh, somehow, when he was uh, peeing, he, he peed in his own face. Yep. And he just smiled about it, which he is didn't really care, which is creepy in a way. Yep. But so, <laughs> love you, Miles. Um, when I'm sixteen. Ad- we'll play this back to you. <laughs> I'm an adult man. <laughs> I'm in my mid thirties. I would much rather urinate in my face. <laughs> Right in my eyes. Smiling with, with eyes wide open. With my eyes wide open, I'm going to clamp them open with something so I can't close them at all. I'll hold them open for you. <laughs> Thank you. As I just, just pee up into my face, <laughs> up into my eyes, with a giant stupid smile on my face, then touch this game again. <laughs> this game is not, It's it's got to be, for me, because I love the movie so much, one of the most disappointing things that ever happened. To something I love. Oh my gosh. It's it, it's truly awful. I don't know. It's not the worst game we played for the show. But it's the most disappointing for me. Yeah. Just because the subject matter and everything. Oh my gosh. And I'm not kidding. I mean, I'm serious about the peeing in my eyeballs thing. I'd much rather do that than play this again. Um, You know, like when you're... When you have... Uh, when you're putting on some nice pants... Mm-hmm. And it's got the zipper in the front, <laughs> mm-hmm. and for whatever. Sometimes you're not, you're in a hurry, and you kind of zip up your your meat and potatoes <laughs> into it, and it, and it meat and two veg, yeah, and it, and it really hurts, right? That's a pain, it's an excruciating pain. Well, that's a nightmare. Is what that is. <laughs> this is playing this game is on that same level to me. Oh. It's the same as zipping up your meat and potatoes. You give it about an eight. <laughs> <laughs> now I do love to hurt myself. All right, sorry. My that's ball, my that's the only continue. way I can I can continue, feel continue. <laughs> any sort of uh, uh, I take full responsibility. Okay, um, I'm trying to think of a score. It's okay. Let's make this easy. It's not a ten. Okay. <laughs> Thanks for clearing that up. It's <laughs> not a seven. Okay. All right. Is this a five? No, it's not a five. Does this sound like an average game to you? No. <laughs> Definitely below average. Is this a three? Mm. Now you're talking bad. No, it's not a three for me. All right, so uh, the only game I compare this to uh, when I was disappointed because of the subject matter was the Uncanny X-Men. Mm-hmm. Another thing I love that was turned into whatever you want to call that. Uh, yeah. I... I still think that's worse 
in a way. But this had worse music, I feel. Yeah. So I kind of think they're almost on par. <laughs> I'm going to give this... I think I'm just going to give this a one. And that's just because it exists. It's a thing. So I'm giving it a one, Trevor. I'm trying to remember what I've given all the uh, LJN games we covered, but I'll just go and say, regardless of what I gave those. Uh, see, we covered Roger Rabbit. Jaws. Game, game wasn't any fun. Roger Rabbit is better than Back to the Future. Yes, it is. Yep. We covered Jaws, which has like 10 minutes of gameplay. But it's still better it's than better. this. It's better. I would go back to it. It's a, it's a better game. It's more fun. We've covered Terminator 2 Judgment Day, which was atrocious. Yes. You don't even fill out the Terminator, but you don't fill out Morton McFly in this either. Terminator 2 is a bit better than this. I think, it's, I, yeah. It's a little bit better than this. Um, getting closer, though. We're getting warm. We're getting warm. Let's see. What am I missing? Karate Kid. Yes. Karate Kid, once you actually stripped away the like the crap beginning level, which isn't even a level. I think it was like three or four levels. It's really a short game. But it didn't overstay its welcome. It didn't overstay its welcome like this one does. And the mini games definitely were super short and simple. And were actual mini games, and you could go past them. Yes. I think Karate Kid was a fair bit better than this game. Uncanny X-Men, to me, is still that special bad. But un- here's the thing. Uncanny X-Men, in a way, was trying to do more than this game was trying to do. Yes. This game was just a few crappy mini games. And a Paperboy ripoff, which didn't even get Paperboy right. Um, but I still think Uncanny X-Men is worse. I think this is somewhere between Uncanny X-Men and Karate Kid, or Terminator 2. And I'm thinking I gave those around 2, 2.5, somewhere in that range. I'm going to go with a 1.5. <laughs> Why .5? Why not just a 1? It's your show. Because it's my show. And we do what we want. Some sick part of me actually wanted to beat that stupid cafe level so I could see the next mini game, but it didn't happen, and now I'm pretty sure it's not going to. So I guess the real question here is: Oh, it's, we we got it for six bucks, so it's definitely uh, affordable. It is not retro list approved. Shoot. However, is this one of those games that's so bad that you would want to secretly have other people play and see how they do? Turn the volume up as loud as possible <laughs> yes. and make somebody else play it. Well, do we want to do this to your brother and Adam? I got, yeah, I, I got a little time. <laughs> So that's why it gets a one and a half out of ten yeah. instead of a one. You know what? You talked me. You talked me up a point oh, five. No. One and a half. I hate that I talked you up on this game. You know, I've I've gone back and listened to some of our past episodes because I'm a freak and I listen to our own show. Um, <laughs> Narcissistic. Yeah. And we are really harsh. I think we used to be even harsher than we are now. We would talk about how great a game is, like, oh, this game's so good. Oh, ho, ho. like the Air Fortress episode. Then I'm like, I kind of want to go 7, but I'm going to go 6.75. That's a great impression of yourself. Thank you. <laughs> like, oh, come on, you moron. I actually want to go back through and punch myself. Like, we would not give a game a 7 unless it was, like, great. But now I think we're a little more level-headed. Yeah. So I'm okay with a 1.5 out of 10 for this piece of turd. Yeah, same here. So uh, this game is good for... I think it's good to have in your collection just because it looks cool. Like The, the, the cartridge. Game, yeah, that's what yes. I mean. The actual cartridge. But playing it is definitely just massive disappointment. Uh, but it, I think it'll be really fun if you have friends over who don't know yeah. what it is, and you just say, "Hey, let's play this and just see what happens." But me and Johnny, you know, we have we like to have fun together, and even we 
just couldn't take more than about 30 minutes of this game. And that's pushing it. You were done in 10 minutes. (laughs) But we spent six bucks of Patreon money on this game. It's like, we got to have something to talk about. Yeah. I tried over and over and over again just to make some progress. It's tough. And it's just not worth it. Nope, not at all. Uh, But, so it's not RetroBlist approved. However, if you want to get it, I think it might be fun. (laughs) For the wrong reasons. So here we are at the start of the new LJN month. And we've got probably the second worst LJN game I've ever played. Yes. Yay. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Trevor. I think it's time that we shut our mouths and go to a beautiful commercial. What do you think? Do it. Steven Spielberg presents Back to the Future, a Robert Zemeckis film. Marty leads an ordinary life. No McFly ever amounted to anything in the history of Hill Valley. Well, history is going to change. And 1985 is not his year. But Dr. Brown is about to change all that. Are you telling me that you built a time machine out of a DeLorean? He's sending Marty 30 years back in time. Now, he's trapped in the past. This has got to be a dream. About to meet... Chocolate. ...his future father. He's a peeping Tom. Wow! And he's making an impression on his mother. He's an absolute dream. And he can sleep in my room. Ah. Anything you do could have serious repercussions on future events. Now, he's got to make his mother and father fall in love. I haven't even been born yet. And only Dr. Brown... Can help him get back to the future. Are you telling me that this sucker is nuclear? Precisely. Michael J. Fox. Whoa, this is heavy. Christopher Lloyd. There's that word again, heavy. Why are things so heavy in the future? Is there a problem with the Earth's gravitational pull? Back to the future. Now, there we go. I didn't like how bossy you were to me, but uh, we did it. <clears throat> Trevor, I think it's time for a little segment where the fans. Of it, we actually have those. <laughs> Shocker to myself. Uh, get to have some, what is it called? Oh, I know. Fan, Fan feedback. feedback. Well, I can go first because there's only one comment on Instagram. Okay, go for it. So if you head to Instagram and follow Retro Blist, you'll see the dwindling and dying community there. <laughs> I mean, the growing community. Uh, <laughs> Stephen McMario says, yes, more LJN classics. After playing this game, I wished I could use a time machine to get my two hours back. One comment. <sighs> Mr. McMario slash Steven. I don't want to question you as a person, but if you spent two hours playing this game, you have to have snapped just as a human being. Well, what if you're a kid, though, and this is the one game you asked for for Christmas, and this is what you got? I was thinking as an adult. You're right. Oh, yeah. See, you never know. If you spend two hours playing this as an adult, I think you just are beyond repair. What if you just want this to be so much more than what it is, and you just keep hoping? There's some games I think I could do that. But this one, yeah. at least unless you mute it, I think you'll actually go insane. <laughs> yes, yeah, definitely have to yeah. mute it. All right, so go to Facebook. That community is it's stale. <laughs> yeah. But it's not dwindling. It's not dwindling. It's just incredibly yeah. not growing. So invite, <laughs> invite your friends if they love this type of stuff. Uh, 
but make sure they're cool. We're the judge of cool here. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, because we obviously have the criteria. We're we're like the exclusive club that nobody really wants to be in. (laughs) They don't know about it, and if they did, they they wouldn't care. Mm -hmm. Uh, So go to the Facebook, Retro Blist on Facebook. Daniel Chavez says, great movie. I'm sure the game will live up to the movie as well. I mean, it is by LJN after all, right, guys? Guys? <laughs> yeah. It, no. It, it kind of lives up to LJN. It does that, yeah. <laughs> Douglas DeLecky Jr. says, The best podcasts come from either super good or super terrible games. So you at least got that going for you. Eh? Super good, I guess he meant. <clears throat> and he also says, Friday the 13th for the win. I don't know what he's talking about. Uh, Andrew Coed said, I don't believe this is a game... I should just stop this edits there. I don't believe this is a game. <laughs> yep, me either, Andrew. <laughs> Even the people who made it don't believe this is a game. No. Uh, I don't believe this is a game I have ever played. Based on it being a movie license LGN title, I'm sure it will not disappoint. Can't wait to hear about it from the definitive voices and all of retro gaming. Rich VD says, I've only played this one once and had no instructions. Had no idea what I was doing, to say the least. Still, no matter what, I have... Uh, we'll always have a soft spot for LJN games. You know, I really do too. Yeah. <laughs> I know they're all mostly bad, but I just can't help it. Especially Friday the 13th. We keep hearing that game, Friday the 13th. It's weird. Uh, Steve Nix, good games. Where we're going, we don't need good games. <laughs> <laughs> good, I was worried there for a minute. Yeah. He saved it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Timmy Mack, uh, a game based on my second favorite movie of all time. This is a lot of people's favorite movie. Yeah. I mean, it's such a great franchise. I remember getting this as a gift and played it a ton growing up, beating it so many times. That also that's a feat in my opinion. If you can mm-hmm. survive this game, you're stronger than man than I. I feel they're going for old school arcade games with different screens and gameplay, but with irritating music and poor execution. It's not great, but it still has a place for me with nostalgia. But I couldn't recommend it to anyone. <laughs> well, Timmy, I appreciate that. <clears throat> I wanted to. This is the second LJN game that I genu- genuinely wanted to give more credit to that I think Genu- it deserved. Genuinely? Gen- gen- be careful there. Yes. Genitally? Yeah, that's second what I was trying to avoid. Oh, sorry. Uh, Karate Kid was the other one. It's still PG. Karate Kid, I wanted to like more than I did, but I just yeah. had to finally admit it's incredibly mediocre. Yep. I think this is worse than that. Anyways, that's enough of that. Uh, it's all positive from here on out. <clears throat> oh, it sure is, because now it's time for the Blaze Quiz! Quiz. I think it's annoying the people. Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> Johnny, three questions on the board. Yes. Your first question. Hit me. So, which of these did Bob Gale, screenwriter for Back to the Future, yeah, say about this game? <laughs> okay. All right. So, the man who wrote the the movie, the movie. What did he say? A. It brings several key moments of the film to life. B. I think it holds up as a solid movie tie-in. C. It's one of the worst games ever. So there's a lot of questions here that you, I know you don't have the answers to. Like, when did he say this? Did he say this when the game came out and he's trying to sell it? At, at the time of the game release. Okay. All right. So that's what I'm going to go with, that he's trying to sell this game. So I am i don't think he's going to be honest and say C. <laughs> uh, but I th- was one with several things. It brings several key moments of the film to life. I'll go with that one. 
He said, it's one of the worst games ever. <laughs> and he insisted fans do not buy it. Oh, okay. <laughs> so he was actually honest. <laughs> yes. All right. <laughs> All right, Trevor, your first question. Which is not true. Which one of these did I make up okay. about Back to the Future? About the actual movie? A, uh, Disney said no to this movie because uh, it was about incest. B, over 40 studios rejected this movie. 40? C, some studio execs wanted to uh, call it Spaceman from Mars. Or D, the car was originally going to be an old refrigerator. So which is true? Which is false. Which one did I make up? One's false. Wow. Ooh. God, they all really sound possible. 40 studios, though. That sounds wild. Disney and the whole incest thing sounds possible. (laughs) I wouldn't go with the Disney one, though. Disney did say no because they felt the movie was about incest. Uh, Over 40 studios did reject it. I thought that was probably true. Uh, The car was originally going to be an old refrigerator. Okay, which one did I miss? Uh, The studio execs execs wanted to change the name to Spaceman from Mars. That's not true. They wanted to change it to Spaceman from Pluto. Wow. So that was a hard question either way. Yep. Well. uh, It might get get a lot easier, though. We're zero for zero. Yep. And I'm going to tell you, Johnny. (laughs) I thought my third question is extremely hard. All right. And I thought the first two were very fair. (laughs) So you have one more chance for a fair one. All right. So which is a correct statement about how closely LJN worked with the mate? God, let me start again. (laughs) I don't even know what I just said. Professionals of podcasting. Which is true about how closely LJN worked with the makers of the movie. Okay. A, Robert Zemeckis, the director, met with the makers of the game almost weekly. B, Bob Gale refused to meet with LJN. Or C, LJN refused input from the filmmakers. Which one's true? Which one is true? I think it's going to be the last one. That sounds the most right. Yes. (laughs) Of course course they did. So the very same Bob Gale who urged people not to buy the game reached out to LJN and wanted the man who wrote the movie was offering his help to LJN. And the director for the sides of it. At least, at least the screenwriter yeah. was wanting to work with him to get the details of the game right, and they turned him down. It's a no, thank you. We got this. When they finally showed him the game and allowed him to make suggestions, they responded that it was too late. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't want any input, which proves our theories that LJN just didn't give a dang about any of they these properties. Care. They right. just didn't care. All right, Trevor, number two. So All I right. got to tell you with this one. This is the eBay game. Okay. Uh, get within 10%. Does that sound fair? Yeah. All right. Uh, this is a 1989 Back to the Future 2 sunglasses that you could get from Pizza Hut. Oh. These are in very good condition. Do you want to see a picture of said glasses? Sure. Let me pull that picture up now. These are the glasses. Okay. <laughs> All right. It's a bite now. Shipping is free. They're in very good condition. Trevor, within 10%, what are they asking for? Four hundred dollars. <laughs> You're way off. These are actually fifteen bucks. Fifteen dollars. Yeah, fourteen ninety nine. I knew these were gonna be crazy hour cheap. <laughs> wow. I didn't even know those those existed though. Me either. 
All right. That's almost worth it for a prop. <laughs> so, this is fair because there's five multiple choice choices. Yeah. And uh, you've definitely beat me if you get this right because I've not got any right yet. But Beam Software actually developed Back to the Future for NES. Which of these was not a game developed by Beam Software? Oh, this is going to be tough. All the rest were. Did they not develop Hungry Horus? Horus goes skiing. I don't know what these horse games are. Horus and the Dentist. Oh, gosh. Who's Horus? Shadows of Mordor. <laughs> the Hobbit. <laughs> if it makes no sense to you, then we're on the same page. Uh, whatever the third one is, I'm going to go right in the middle. I hope for the best. You though. loser, you got it right. <laughs> just kidding. Horus and the Dentist. <laughs> so That's they a- made several Lord of the Rings based games. That's a shot in the dark, to be honest with Yeah. You. I had no idea. Wow. Yeah, Horus and the Dentist, I just made up. Horus and the Dentist. Who's Horus for real? Horus. I don't know, honestly. <laughs> All right, Trevor, we're playing the uh, Rotten Tomato game. If you get within, what do you think's fair on this? Rotten Tomatoes. Get within, you know, it's out of 100. So uh, five points. Yeah, that sounds fair. If you get within five points on this, you get it. Trevor, what is the Rotten Tomato score for Back oh. to the Future three? Oh, three. Mm. Let me give you some clues. Okay. Back to the Future two got a sixty-five percent. That does help. Uh, Back to the Future one got a ninety-six percent. What was three? According to critics, I know it was diminishing returns, but I don't know if it's like in the twenties or around fifty. That's where I got to decide. I'm going to go 30%. Trevor, it will shock you because I double-checked this mm-hmm. to make sure. Back to the Future 1, uh, 96, mm-hmm. like I said. 2, got a 65. Now, from all accounts that I've heard, the third one, people consider worse. The worst of the three. Yeah. However, this Rotten Tomato score is actually a 77. Really? Yes. Huh. According to Rotten Tomatoes. Well, I would have been way off with either guess then. Yep. So I managed to get zero for three. Yep. I won. It's two in a row of one. Yep. I don't know how to feel about this. I know how I feel. <laughs> like you just played Back to the Future yeah. for the Nintendo Entertainment System? Boy, that was a bad game. It was pretty awful. It but was, yeah. there is good news on the horizon, Trevor. There is? Oh, wait. Is good news the same as bad news? Because I meant bad news. Okay, yeah, same thing. Well, there's another LJN game in our future. Okay. <laughs> Something to look forward to. Yeah. <laughs> this one will be a winner. I'm sure it'll be great and amazing. Uh, so thank you for listening. We very much appreciate all of you. We hope you're enjoying LJN Month as much as we are. Oh, uh, You know what? This is coming out. In the, we were not recording this. This behind the scenes here. It's September right now, towards the end of September. Yeah. So this isn't in October yet when we're going to release this. So I didn't even think to do the vampire. I should have brought them out. You managed to not date this episode until but I, the last seconds. Yeah, that's how and I do. Then things. you just officially dated it. Yeah, yeah, that's what I do. I'm going home. Do what See you will. See you, Trevor. You suck. <laughs>